Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio, 92 on the game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. One more hour to go. JR Sports Brief going to come up after us. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at 92 on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at JMCH316. Well, successful night for the Atlanta Hawks, 136-119. So here's what we kind of are being led to believe, right? We got word earlier today that the Atlanta Hawks have, I guess, made an offer to Quinn Snyder or they're moving forward rather quickly with Quinn Snyder. Steve Coonan was on Dukes and Bell. And he said that the impression is that they're going to hire a coach pretty quickly. And and Landry Fields said it pregame tonight with Bob Rathburn. And Steve Coonan said that the idea is for the coach to start right away. Now, we also got reports that one of the things that has to be discussed or worked out is – the title of president of basketball operations for the coach. Well, that's the same title Mike Budenholzer had, which means by and large, he's kind of got final say over what ends up happening with the front office part of it. So what does that mean for Landry Fields? And it was reported that he would be getting a salary of around $8 million. Okay. So where does that put him in the pecking order of coaches? Well, Popovich is the highest paid coach at 11 and a half. Steve Kerr is second with nine and a half. Doc Rivers, Eric Spolstra, they're third with eight and a half. And then it's Mike Boonholzer, Nick Nurse, Steve Nash at $8 million. So he's within a million and a half dollars 
of, let's see here, one, two, three, four coaches that have won the NBA title. Let me repeat that so we don't get it confused, okay? He's going to be at the same monetary level as four coaches who's won an NBA title. Now, I like the I like Quinn Snyder, okay? Um, I don't really care what they pay him, but if you wanted Quinn Snyder, this is what you got to do. Now, let me ask you a question. Garrett, I'll ask you, okay? You can represent the audience, okay? Um, they're going to pay him $8 million and potentially make him director of, or sorry, president of basketball operations. Do you think that came from Landry Fields? No. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. No, it didn't. That, that comes right from your owner. Okay. Now, what have I been saying consistently all week? Your owner wants to make a splash. He wants to make a splash higher. He wants to, and I don't want to say he wants to win the press conference, but he wants to go out and go big time. Landry Fields just didn't come up with a number of $8 million. $8 million. That makes him one of the five highest paid coaches in the NBA. For a guy who has not won an NBA title last I looked. Yeah. I mean, he's been knocked out, what, the first round of the last two years, I think it was. They've had success. They've been good. They've won their division, had success. But his playoff record is Nate. And let's be honest. Playoff record's Nate. He won a series, at least. I mean, Nate McMillan never won a series. Okay, no, I I think Nate did win a series. He did here in Atlanta. Well, no, I think he did did win one series in his coaching life. But by and large, he was dreadful in the playoffs. Yeah, didn't help. Didn't help. He played LeBron every time, but yeah. I mean, and the, and and Snyder's had similar issues. I mean, he ran up against a seventy-three win uh, Warriors team. I mean, okay. it's like I'm not making hey, excuses hey, for him. I, I know. I mean, eight million dollars is eight million dollars. Right. That's a lot of money. Again, you're going to run it. Guess guess what you're going to run into here in in a couple of months. What you're going to run into Boston and Milwaukee. What what do you think you're going to run into there? You think that's going to be a cupcake and a walk in the park? If you get there. So, if you think that, let me put it this way. Don't be fooled into thinking that this is Landry Fields running all this. You think that you hire a coach in, what's it been, four days since Nate got fired? Four days after a coach is fired. And you're talking about bringing him in. Okay? Okay. Which, how much sense does that make with roughly 20 games to go? Well, you know, no need to wait. What's the hurry, though? You, you, just saw, you just saw a guy on the sidelines that everybody's bragging about how good he looked and they blew out the team that they played tonight. So, from the timing, from bringing him in right away, how many teams go through a third coach during a season, bringing them in right away, paying them top tier coach money because that's what that is. When when you're with Mike Boonholzer and Eric Spolstra and Doc Rivers and Steve Kerr, when you're in that range, that's top tier money for a coach. You think you think you think uh, Landry Fields is pulling all the strings on this one? Of course not. 
Of course not. And I don't have a problem with that as long as it works out. But if it doesn't, and we, you know, we don't get this right, then where's the franchise? You know, Nate was bulletproof when he took over for Lloyd Pierce, went 27-11 and 11 down the stretch, went to the Eastern Conference Finals. At that point, he was bulletproof. And he got, what, a four-year contract for it? There's a lot of revisionist history, by the way, about Nate, where, oh, well, he was never a good coach. Then why did they give him a four-year contract? Why, why'd they give him a four-year? What, what'd they give Nate? Uh, did they, they didn't give Nate $8 million. I don't know how much they gave Nate. Maybe maybe $5 million or something like that, but they gave Nate a four-year contract after, after that Eastern Conference Finals. $5 million? <coughs> okay. You got $25, you got five, $5 million a year for, for four years. I mean, he only has 760 wins. 760 wins. I mean, like that, people act like Nate was some slouch. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, again, it's, it's called, the, the, the term is revisionist history. Because two years ago, he was bulletproof. Oh, he's the right man for the job. Look how bad Lloyd Pierce was and this, that, and the other. Now everybody's like, well, he was never the guy, okay? Why was he not the guy when, you know, we made that run away? But anyway, you know, again, people change their mind like they change underwear. So, um, but president of basketball operations, $8 million a year. That ain't, Landry's, that ain't Landry's Fields handing over the franchise to him. That's one guy at the very tippy top who I promise you is pushing for all of this. How many, how many GMs are looking at hiring a coach where their job is on the line and they're in four days hiring a coach? Four days, five days, less than a week that they're looking at hiring a coach. How many interviews do you think that they've done? How many people do you think they've flown in to sit down in front of them? Talk? How about this? Remember when I told you that Rich McKay and Arthur Blank hired Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith, that they hired both of those guys? Remember when I told you that? And you argued up and down with me, argued up and down, and then we heard the quotes in the comments. Well, we never met, and you know, we we only we only talked, you know, on a Zoom call to each other. They had no really. Those two guys, Rich and Arthur Blank, hired Fontenot and Arthur Smith. It was basically a package kind of deal. You 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 want to come here? Cool. You got to take the other guy. This is hey Landry. Tony, Tony and Nick Ressler dictating the idea of you're gonna we're we're gonna set this thing up our way. Because again, you ain't flying coaches in. You, you know, I know a lot of people wanted Emil Duca, right? Okay. Well, you think you flew him in? You you think you think you flew him in and sat him down and talked to him? You think you flew in Kenny Atkinson? Well, they they didn't even talk to him in person. Quinn Snyder, they they were doing over Zoom calls. But there's, he's but, on vacation. Well, right, but they are supposed to bring him in 
who I, I would assume well, he's going to come gonna, in to sign the contract. Right? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I had heard that they were going to bring him in to at least do a face-to-face interview with him, but they probably will just sign the contract. I guess. I mean, the last I saw, they just had a couple Zoom calls, and they, they did everything over virtually. So, I, as far as I know, he's not here yet. Well, again, it's, it's, it's one of those crazy things. This comes right from the top. This, this comes from the head guy in charge that is pushing this thing through to get it done. And, and probably Quinn Snyder knows that, hey, I can ask for basket, president of basketball operations. Hey, I can get top-tier salary. I don't know if Quinn Snyder is a top-five coach in the league. I don't know if he's that. I don't know. He may be a top-five coach in the league. Okay? You don't know. I don't know. I do know he's going to get paid like a top five coach if he's getting $8 million a year. That puts him in championship category with everything. All right, let's grab Kurt before we get out of here. What's going on, Kurt? Hey, guys. I guess my question is, I feel like these guys are like prima donnas. They get paid this big money to come in here and do it. Now, I understand when they first come in the league, they're young. But I guess what I don't understand is like uh, if – if they're winning games, like, say, five straight games, it's the same coaching style, right? So it just depends on what they feed into. It's just like the way they won tonight. I'm like, y'all fed into it. Y'all, y'all, y'all did what y'all had to do. So it's almost like you pick and choose when you want to play. And that's what I'm not understanding. It's always fall back on the coach, but when these guys going to grow up? Well, I, I just don't do it. I mean, Kurt, I mean, in all honesty – there is some truth to that. I mean, again, they didn't completely go a, a whole other direction. They didn't play with four guys. They, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't play with you know a limited roster or whatever like that. They they basically had the same philosophy that the this whole coaching staff was here with the last guy, but they stepped up and played well tonight. And they've done that at times, and they haven't done it at times. And Sam Mitchell always used to talk to me about this. You're not going to get 82 nights a year of everybody's best season or best night, right? You're not going to get 82 nights a year of guys playing well. You're always going to have some stumbles, right? You're going to have a a stub your toe and this, that, and the other. There's going to be nights where it's just not going to go well. We ain't take your calls on this at 404-741-0929. But I don't believe that this is – I don't believe that the shots are being called by Landry Fields in this situation. So, Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 929thegamethealthy.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back with the John Chuck Green Show. Head to the top of the hour. JR Sports Brief coming up after us. 404-741-0929 is both our phone line and our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line if you want to be a part of the show. Talk about this Hawks victory. Talk about what we're just talking about with that this is all about Tony Wrestler and, and what he wants to do and make that big, splashy hire. Hey, uh, Odyssey app site, catch on the go, social media, not on the game, at JMCH316. Hey, want to give a little bit of love. Kennesaw State wrapped up the regular season in the A-Sun as the number one seed, so – they're the regular season conference champion, so they and Liberty both finished at 15 and three. But with the uh, with 
uh, Kennesaw State winning, I think it was last Thursday, uh, against Liberty and that come from behind victory. Um, they are now the number one seed. So they get a bye in the uh, first round of the A-Sun tournament. So they will face, I believe it's the winner of Queens University Royals and I think Florida Gulf Coast. So I believe that that's the two teams uh, that uh, will vie for the, the winner of the 9-10 matchup uh, in, the, in the tournament. And then Kennesaw State will get them, and that'll be at the KSU Convocation Center. So congrats to Kennesaw State as, look, if they can get this run going and they can get the A-Sun Championship, they will be in the NCAA tournament. All right, 404-741-0929. Let's go out to the phones. Let's grab Owen. He's leaving the game. Owen, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Thank hey, you for taking my phone call. Sure. Um, I want, I just want to agree with you about um, what you said about Tony Landrafields. He's not the only one making these decisions um, because wrestling, Mr. Wrestler has to sign off on everything. That's, that's the man who signs off on everything. And another point that I wanted to get to, too, um, Mr. Keenan was on the radio today talking about that uh, that uh, Trey has not talked to, won't, won't make a be um, talking to the, the um, head guys, you know, the top guys when they bring the new coach in. And that's a lie, too, because if he's your main man in your organization, you're going to make sure he meets the coach that's coming in. But as, as I, I, I'm not being negative, but listening to Trey with some of his comments today, he's always aloof. He doesn't answer. He doesn't answer questions straight up. And I like him to death, but that bothers me when your head guy who making the most money won't answer straight up questions. He always evasive when they ask him a question. And we got Dejounte. And John them answer straight up questions when they ask them a particular question, they'll they'll hit right on the point. But being that example is, they ask John them, what, what do you want in your next coach? They ask Trey the same thing. John said he would like a coach player development, and Nate wasn't um, a guy that they wanted to hit old school versus new school. They need somebody to guide them. Trey can't answer that question. He say it's not my call. That's the Landry Hills on the siege. I mean, well, and look. So let's put it like this: there are some guys that are more media savvy, and some guys that aren't as media savvy. That that's the reality. Look, Michael Vick was not media savvy, and they kept him away from the media early in his career. Now Mike Vick's all over every TV program in the world, right? He's on, he's on every NFL program that, that's known to man. So guys have to develop into that, you know, into that role. And look, if the stories are true and Nate and Trey had friction, you know, he's going to be evasive in the way he talks about Nate because deep down inside he probably feels one way, but speaking to the media he feels another. And I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I don't need him to spill his guts to everybody. So I'll give him a little bit of a pass for all of that. Now, as far as consulting, again, I know Landry Field said, oh, no, we're not going to talk. Look, I, I, I don't think that they went to Nate and said, okay, who do you want for our coach? Who do you like? 
I don't believe that at all. I, I believe Tony Wrestler had one guy in mind. One guy. Because I don't believe that they really spent a whole lot of effort. I mean, how much effort could you have spent if this thing is happening for? If we're getting this kind of leakage on the story and they've made the offer, how, how long did you take to start interviewing coaches? A day? How in-depth could you have gotten? So did they go to Trey and say, hey, who do you think should be our next coach? No, I don't believe that they did that at all. Did they say, look, here's what we're thinking about doing. Here, here's a guy that we're thinking about bringing in as our head coach. We just want to maybe give you a heads up. I think they did that, but I don't think that they consulted with Trey. I don't think that they ran it by him and, and got his feelings on it. Because if Tony Wrestler's calling the shots, I mean, with all due respect, he's his own man and he's going to make the decisions. And I believe that Tony Wrestler is a decision maker. Right, wrong, or indifferent, good, bad, or otherwise, I think Tony Wrestler is a decision maker for all of this. But I do think that they at least ran the idea by Trey Young and said, look, this is what we're, this is what we're looking to do and we're going to make a move pretty quickly on all of this. Not get his permission or not get his blessing or anything like that. Hey, we're going to make a move on this very quickly. Because I don't know that how ma- I don't know how many people are telling Tony Wrestler what to do. I I don't get that sense from Tony Wrestler that that you tell him. And, and if and, and if he's circled the wagons on his guy, and it cost eight million dollars and president of basketball operations, okay, Landry, step to the side a little bit. We got a new sheriff in town. That's what's going to be interesting when all of this is said and done. All right, let's grab B. What's going on, B? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, buddy. How you doing, bud? All right. Hey, I was just following up on that. You know, this, the coach, he do a lot of things. But to me, it ain't had nothing to do with the coach. I think what it is, they don't play D. And it's hard for Trey, being a leader, to get on them boys by playing D when he don't play D. So. It's almost like, you know, and like you said, you're not going to shoot well every game. And the thing was, even when we came up to school, your thing is score your points, but try to keep the other man from scoring his points. You can't score 30 points and let your man score 30 points, you know. But it's hard for Trey to do that. He'll lead in scoring, but it's hard for him to get on them guys and pep them up about playing D when he's not doing it. Yeah, and, 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 and look, the reality is, and I know Mike and Carl have talked a lot about this and stuff, accountability or leadership or, or things like that, okay? I, I want my highest paid guy because everything, look, when, when all the highlight packages come on ESPN, it's going to be him. When everything goes wrong, it's going to be on him. That may not be fair, but that's life in the fast lane, brother. Brother. That's how it goes. I, I mean, there is a natural pecking order in life, right? You know, there are, listen, there are haves and there are have-nots. We have it in radio, okay? There, there are opportunities presented to some people that don't. Everybody's got the same job. Everybody, everybody's got the same gig. So there are different things and with Trey being, look, 
Trey is not just a max guy. He's a super max guy. How many of those guys you think are running around the NBA right now? How many guys are super max players? Look, Hey, Garrett, look that up once. How many guys are super max players? Because Luka got the super max right. Giannis certainly got the super max. He got like quarter billion because he's first team all NBA. Probably LeBron is a supermax guy, but he's been playing on one two-year deals. I think uh, KD is a supermax guy because he's a, he's a $50 million a year player. Kyrie's not a supermax player. 11? Looks like 11. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to verify that, that number. But, but you know what, though? That's probably about right, though, because Trey, Giannis, uh, KD, who else? Um... Who else did I just uh, say? Um, Luca, Damian Lillard would be there. Yeah, right. Devin Booker is there. Yeah, okay. Uh, Joel Embiid. Yeah, okay. Luca, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, Joker. That, yeah, Giannis that, Antetokounmpo. Right. That's that's about honestly rarefied air. Yeah. That that's that's the idea. You got to be all NBA and get. I mean, that's why there's a limited amount of those guys. 11 guys in the entirety of the NBA that are super max guys. Folks, that's the that's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best, the highest paid of the highest paid of the highest paid in the NBA. That's rarefied air, as uh, Garrett just said. There aren't many of those guys. And with great power comes great responsibility. Would I like Trey to step up more? Yeah. And there are probably things behind the scenes that we don't know, good, bad, or otherwise. I can tell you, I can watch the body language and the way DeJounte Murray operates and tell you he's a different cat. You know why? Because he played for a different coach. He played for Greg Popovich. You can see You can just watch him in his body language, the way he talks to teammates, the way he is in the press conferences. You can tell that that guy has played for a top-tier coach and had it ingrained into him about the way basketball operates. You can see it. You You don't have to sit down and get into a discussion with DeJounte Murray. You can watch it on the court. You can watch his body language. You can watch his actions. And I've talked to DeJounte Murray. We had him on. Mike Bell and I, when he first came here to Atlanta, I talked to him. He's a di- You watch him in press conferences. He's a different guy because he played for a top-tier coach that doesn't take crap and is a winner and one of the all-time winningest coaches, all, one of the all-time best guys in the NBA as a head coach. Not everybody has that opportunity. You know, to be fair to Nate, to be fair to uh, Trey, he's had Lloyd Pierce and Nate McMillan. That's not exactly, I know Nate's had a lot of success, but that's not exactly the murderer's row of coaching. That's not having Phil Jackson and Doc Rivers, you know, as your two head coaches. It's a little bit different than that. So I'll give him a pass on some of that stuff. But, Certainly, we would all love to see more of it. Because when you're in that rarefied air of 
the best player, the face of the franchise. I mean, there's nobody that anybody goes to immediately that doesn't think that he's not the face of the franchise. Oh, the Atlanta Hawks, well, that's Trey Young. How many guys you guys around the league? DeAndre Hunter? Come on. Even DeJounte Murray? No. Trey's the face. He's the villain, right? He's the villain in New York and Madison Square Garden. It's all of those things that come along with it. And when when you're one of a group of 11 players, you know, there's going to be more demand and more expectations out of you. That's just life, right? That That's how life operates. Forget just basketball. Why do you think they all gravitate to the quarterback? You know, when Matt was here, Matt was the face of the franchise. He was the highest paid guy, and he was the face of the franchise. Everybody always wanted to come talk to him, right? How many how many players did we have on the radio station? What Was Matt on the competition's radio station every week? How many guys were we getting on? That comes with the quarterback. Tom Brady did the same thing. Comes with the territory. All right, when we get back, what's bugging Chuckery? So who do you believe? Russell or the reporters from The Athletic? We'll talk about that next. Chuckery Nikia Studios. Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Odyssey.com. Tune on The Game. Back with the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios till the top of the hour. Our sports brief coming up after us, 404-741-0929. Going to be a busy weekend here. we got Braves baseball coming up for his Grapefruit League action coming up tomorrow. Atlanta United season opener, home opener tomorrow night against San Jose. Pre-match, 7 o'clock, kick at 7.30. Jason Longshore and uh, Mike, uh, Mike Connie will have the call for all of that. Then we're right back at it Sunday afternoon, right? Pre-game at 2.30, 3 o'clock tip, Hawks and Nets, who scored 51 points. The Nets did 51 points in three quarters against Chicago tonight. They were down 103-53 at one point in that game. They were down by 50 to Chicago tonight at one point. 50. Let's hope that we keep the offensive momentum and they continue to not play very well. So, Going to be a busy weekend here, so Hawks basketball, Atlanta United, Braves getting started in Grapefruit League action, so a lot uh, going on here. So uh, Odyssey app, by the way, is how you catch us on the go. Social media at 9 on the game, at JMSH316 on my personal Twitter page. All right, let's uh, get to a What's Bugging Chuckery. Don't look now, but somebody out there just got Chuckery ticked off. <laughs> like, that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for What's Bugging Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. So, there's an article by the athletic staff writers that said that Russell Wilson asked Seahawks ownership to fire Coach Pete Carroll and general manager John Schneider last year. This comes from the athletic. Instead, they decided to trade him to the Broncos. Now, Russell Wilson tweeted out, I have nothing but love for Coach Carroll. He's like a father to me, this, that, and the other. Okay? So this comes down to who do you believe? 
Do you believe the athletic and their staff and the investigation that said that he was wanting Russell Wilson, that is, pronouns, pal. He was wanting a different direction and everything and wanted a different coach and general manager to help kind of build a roster and a team more to his suit? Or do you believe that, you know, Russell Wilson's a crazy person? I mean, here's here's what I think at this point, okay? Given how unsuccessful it was in his first year with the Broncos, and given some of the craziness that we heard, right, about, you know, he was one of those guys that had his personal, what, his personal quarterback coach or whatever that that Sean Payton has said, "Uh uh-uh, no, okay? And then he's doing calisthenics in the aisleway of the airplane, Like, I understand probably being married to Sierra can maybe make a man a little bit crazy, but he was taking it to a new level. Do I think that he went to, and by the way, the Seahawks' ownership is all in flux, right? Because Paul Allen is dead, and his sister runs the trust that owns the team because they have it in his... I think in his will for Paul Allen, who, by the way, do you know who Paul Allen is, Garrett? Guy who founded, guy who was one of the founders of Microsoft. So he's got a couple bucks in his pocket, right? Because he owns he owns the Seahawks, he owns the Trailblazers, right? But the deal is he's they have to eventually sell the team after a certain period of time. But their ownership is all kind of whacked out because of Paul Allen's death. And his sister is the one that's like caretaking his estate and all that stuff. Because they got billions that they have to figure out. But in this case, while I don't necessarily usually believe the blue checkmark media, can I tell you with a lot of what the craziness that Russell Wilson pulled this year, that I don't think he gets the benefit of the doubt. And... Can I tell you that if you wanted to know why Pete Carroll is one of the great all-time coaches in the history of the NFL, that he's top-of-the-mountain kinds of guys. He ain't Belichick, but he was a long time the second-best coach in the entirety of the NFL. He was the guy that was right behind Bill Belichick for that number two spot. And... You look now, uh, they just had Geno Smith lead them to the playoffs, did they not? One of the ultimate reclamation projects in the NFL that led them to the playoffs with certainly not one of his best rosters, certainly not a top-tier roster, but Pete Carroll did an outstanding job coaching that team this year. And... I believe that I believe Russell Wilson did go to ownership and did try to get those guys moved out and I don't and I don't I'm not inclined to believe Russell Wilson given the nonsense that he's pulled given how things did not go well in Denver this year and all that craziness and they had a ridiculous head coach and that's why they went and got Sean that's why they went and got Sean Payton 
That's why they went and gave up compensation to get Sean Payton. Because you didn't, you didn't just get Sean Payton for money. You also had to give up draft capital. And they are desperately hoping that Sean Payton can get Russell Wilson back to where he was just even a few couple few years ago. But I can fully believe that he probably approached Paul Allen's sister and said to them, hey, I think we need a new direction with coach and general manager. By the way, all the guys that, you know, got them to the Super Bowl and won them a Super Bowl should have won them two Super Bowls. You know, when, you know, when Dan Quinn was down in Gainesville, Florida, you know, they were getting Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman and those guys. You know, I know, I know, I know Dan, you know, some people like to give Dan credit for, you know, coaching that Seahawks defense, but that was always Pete Carroll's defense. Didn't matter. You notice how Gus Bradley didn't last real long in the NFL as a head coach. And, and Dan was never a good head coach. He just had an outstanding quarterback, an MVP year, the sack leader, and rode those coattails. And then when he had to coach, it all fell apart for him. But we can litigate that in another time. But I, I believe this story. As much as I'm not inclined to believe the blue checkmark media in anything that they do, I believe this story given the behavior and the craziness that Russell Wilson has had this past season. I'm more inclined to believe the athletic, which, God forbid, the, the, the periodical or what, what is it, a paper or an online deal or whatever it is. I don't think it's a print, anything like that. But that's Jeff Schultz and people like that that work over there. Yeah. Maybe I'm not. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay believing the, the athletic in all this, given the craziness of Russell Wilson. And that's what's bucket chuckery. All right, Hawks get a big win tonight. And uh, Kennesaw State wins. Hawks win. So good night for all the locals uh, for college and pro basketball. So when uh, we get back, we're going to wrap things up with the Love TKO. Chuckery in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. We're wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show, the way we always do it with that love TKO. Back on uh, Monday, I believe. Before we get out of here, though, <coughs> let me let you listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Looking back, oh, mama, yes, I guess I shed some tears. As we said, it's going to be a busy weekend, so Hawks could win tonight. uh, Kennesaw State, they get a victory tonight. They are the regular season A-Sun champions, so they will be in action. I think they start the tournament on Monday, I believe. Uh, Kennesaw State won't play on Monday because they've got to buy until the uh, kind of one of the play-in games, but uh, I believe they start the uh, A-Sun tournament on Monday, so uh, we have that going on. Uh, we'll have Kennesaw State basketball next week to see if uh, they can get in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, a busy weekend with Atlanta United cranking up tomorrow night. 7 o'clock uh, pregame, 7.30 on that. Hawks play on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock tip there. Spring training, Grapefruit League action officially cranks up. So we went through that little stretch of a few weeks where things were pretty slow and 
all-star break, no football, baseball really doesn't have anything going on, no soccer, you know, other than friendlies. So, you know, we were we were kind of in that dead period there for now, but certainly going to crank back up. We got Atlanta United, we got Braves baseball. Obviously, this Hawks run is going to be fascinating to see what happens with the head coach, with what they do, whether they win. And then, obviously, we got the Combine next week, too, I believe, right? Is the Combine's next week? So, Combine, we'll watch all of that and then get ready, um, uh, you know, get ready for pro days and everything like that and and start doing more and more evaluation uh, here in the offseason. So, it's going to be busy times now. Now we get it really cranked back up and – and get into a full slate of uh, stuff that's uh, that's going on. So it's uh, we went through that dead period for there just a little bit uh, of a stretch. So, uh, but good win for the Atlanta Hawks tonight. That was that was just what the doctor ordered, and um, you know everything is set up for the Atlanta Hawks to find a way to win uh, that game tonight. And you know they they took advantage of it. So now you got you know now you got to take advantage of it. You know. Um, uh, against Brooklyn. I would assume that Joe Purdy's, uh, Prunty, I should say, Joe Prunty's going to coach on Sunday. I don't know if they'll get everything turned around this quickly and, you know, get Quinn Snyder in here and all this kind of stuff. So it would probably be next week. Um, but they play on Tuesday night. So they play at home on Tuesday. So maybe it could be as soon as then. But I think Prunty's got at least, you know, at least Sunday. Uh, before he does anything, before they they move on to their full time head coach that they're going to have moving forward, so and they're going to pay him a lot. So anyway, we'll see what happens with all that. All right, we got to get out of here for the weekend. For Garrett Chuckery, we'll see you. AMF. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.